Welcome to Better Every Day, a bite-sized podcast where we ask people a couple of questions about how they do life. We look for answers to how people have managed through life which can be shared in order to help others. What helpful teaching can they offer us as they navigate through this journey of life? What helpful thoughts can they give us that will enable us to work our way through the years? What habits have they put in place which they would recommend? And also, what things would they avoid? So if you're looking for inspiration, encouragement or advice from everyday people, as we all make our path through life on these ancient or new paths, then subscribe to Better Every Day. Today I would like to welcome Mercedes Panoso to Better Every Day. Mercedes is a senior medical advisor of a large company and is a great advocate for well-being, healthy living and also of running. Mercedes has been a great inspiration to me to get back into running. I asked Mercedes, how does she do life? Hi, my name is Mercedes Panozzo and I have the pleasure of talking to you today about how I do life. What I'm choosing to focus on is well-being strategies that work for me. But I'm also going to focus on how I figured out the particular well-being strategies that work for me. My main focus at the time, some six years ago, was to overcome something that had happened to me. Something that I didn't really want to talk about, but something I needed to process. I also wanted to change and get more control over how I reacted in situations. Now, I had the pleasure of taking time to really understand my personality, and I cannot recommend that enough. And what I mean is there's various tools online that you can do from um, strengths, Gallup strengths, from five voices, that you can fill out an assessment online and you can get top level understanding of your personality traits. Now, each of these I've ever done, something comes up on top. Now, I'm going to talk to you through the strengths profile that I got. Um, this, on the strengths profile, the number one strength was something called Achiever. Now, at the outset, this seemed like a very positive thing. And this was the first type of personality profiling I'd ever done. So, for me, I was really getting used to looking into myself and taking what these reports gave me and just absorbing it and not thinking about it with too much judgment because sometimes it can you're looking at your raw profile you can think certain things that come out of it you don't necessarily want to to see or read or come to terms with now so what achiever meant in terms of the strength profiling was that my daily life is to me qualified by whether I achieve something. Now this profiling in this session I had it was a light bulb moment for me and um, in particular I just ran my first ever marathon and one moment I kind of realized I need to change something was that at mile 22 
rather than celebrating that I was almost there, I was focusing on what I could do next. My life at that time was really driven by this achiever um, gene, as they call it. Now, this was incredible knowledge for me. It made me look and start to reframe a lot of things I was doing for my well-being at the time. And I started to realize that I was approaching it more of a kind of tick box exercise. So I'm an avid runner and runner has, running has helped me through so many things in life. But my, even my approach to that was, I have so many miles to do today. I'll do the miles, I'll just checking them off. I'd kind of lost the positivity towards it. It was like a list. I wasn't enjoying the runs. And worse, I wasn't actually looking inside myself and realizing what I needed for that day. So by having this strengths profile, it made me relook at activities I was doing. So one simple thing I've started to do is I've created a list for every day. Now this isn't a list of really complicated things to do, but it's actually a list of pretty simple things that I will do, but it allows me to tick them off and I'm satisfying that underlying achiever piece of my personality. But when it comes to running, so you shouldn't run every time as fast as you can. You should sometimes run more relaxed. You should sometimes do speed work, sometimes do long runs. Now this is just to improve your running. But when we actually look at well-being, you also need to realize what you need from that day. So for me, I work from home and I have done pre-pandemic. Now working from home has its good, good sides to it, but it also can be quite isolating. Um, you may need to make sure that you move every day. One, you don't want to um, put on weight, become lethargic, but also just to make sure that you get outside, you get some vitamin D, you maybe have, you see people have a little bit of interaction rather than just a virtual interaction. So running's really helped me with this. But what I also mean from that is whether you're choosing to take daily walks or cycles or go to the gym, be mindful of how you feel that day. So match your exercise with what you need. So what I'm meaning is I've had a really stressful day, for example. I am exhausted. I haven't eaten well and I haven't hydrated. Now, a speed work run isn't going to go well. It's not going to make me feel any better. So, sh so let's change that around. Let's pause and think maybe a relaxing run, maybe a walk would be better. Or maybe not do anything. Maybe go and see a friend. Sometimes in life I feel like when we have these well-being strategies and when we have these plans, we stick to them so rigidly but we don't actually remember to be present and figure out what we need. On the other hand, if I've had a day that I'm buzzing and I'm full of energy, a speed work is gonna be fantastic for me. It's gonna increase that energy, increase those endorphins. It could just be what I, I need. I'm also a big believer in if you're doing exercise or going for walks, to pick your music carefully. Sometimes don't have any music on at all. And that's something that 
as someone from my generation, I really struggled with because we have been brought up and some, I don't know if it was because of the times of M MTV, if it was because of headphones, accessibility of music, but we've been brought up and we have our headphones on all the time. We always have music or something in our ears, something distracting us. Try and be in tune with yourself and how you feel. If you're stressed, maybe you don't need music. But then if you want to stop thinking about something, try and get yourself out of a kind of repetitive thought, anxious loop, then music may just help. But let's be careful about what music we choose. Do we choose something super fast and pulse racing? Or do you want something relaxing and calming? So my take homes from all of this is there are a kind of bucket list of well-being strategies that we can all talk about and we can all advise. But to me, the most important thing is understanding you, understanding your personality, and in particular, thinking about how your personality traits change when you're stressed, change when you're happy, and work your well-being strategies specific to you. So thank you for giving me this opportunity today. I've really enjoyed myself and good luck on living your best life. Well, thank you, Mercedes. That was a real privilege just to listen to your well-being strategy and um, just, just to listen to how you figured it out and how it works for you. And we do hope and trust that it's helpful to other people that listen in that they can figure out their well-being strategy also. And so we close our podcast, this bite-sized podcast, where we ask people about how they do life and how they offer suggestions for us to try. Today we've taken some thoughts from Mercedes Panozo and hopefully they help you as you journey through life. All the best.